I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. Magical friends, I'm Ali Michelle and I'm Raquel Mantra and welcome to your own magic podcast. Our intention is to connect you with the most inspiring thought leaders and visionaries and share some of our experiences and wisdom to help you unleash your own magic. Yes, we're so grateful you're spending this present moment with us today. It's never judging you or deciding whether or not you are deemed worthy or not compared to another person for whatever it is that you desire. It's just listening to your vibrations and your state of emotions or your inner feeling or worthiness and value for your desire and giving you more of that. It's like the law of gravity. The law of gravity right now as you are sitting down or maybe running or walking, it is working for you. Now let the magic begin. Hello, hello, Soul Tribe. It's Raquel here. I'm doing another solo episode, uh, but I must applaud my amazing partner in crime, Ali Michelle, who absolutely nailed it last week with NQ. I absolutely loved that episode. In fact, it may have been one of my top three favorite episodes. Even though I wasn't physically there, I was there in spirit. But Ali and I will definitely have another podcast together soon. We promise, guys, as we're just still smoothing out the kinks and being apart and running a business together. But I know that in divine timing, it will effortlessly 
Hello. So for now, here I am. Here I am here to deliver you something that may pique your interest in expanding your idea on getting into alignment and law of attraction. Do I have your interest now? Are your ears a little perked up? <laughs> but first quick update. I happen to be in London, England right now. Planted right next to the train station across from the tube station. Wait, a train and a tube station is the same thing, but you know what I mean. So please, please just ignore the noises from the tube station and ignore my attempt at a British accent right now. But it's better that I do this episode than not at all, even with the distracting noises. And who knows, maybe there won't be distracting noises because I found a corner that is quite quiet. If there are distracting noises, just use the tools in your toolbox to shift your focus from those distractions to this message, unless you'd rather listen to the noises. But yeah, so again, I'm in London and when I feel the pull to go somewhere, I just, I go. I do what I want to do. I go where I want to go. And when I get there, I usually know right away why I'm there. Um, and I have been traveling the world solo for a while now, now, as you might know, with an intermittent break in Hawaii with Ali, not a bad life. And now I'm just back to explore the world solo again. That's kind of what I just love to do and felt Europe was my next hot spot. It had always been on my list and I actually plan to settle in London here for the next five to seven months, which is exciting um, in this cute studio, which I'll be moving into in about a week. And that is going to be my base so I can travel and explore other parts of Europe. And it's amazing how it is so cheap and a hop, skip and a jump to travel to another country like it is in the States, in the United States. So that's so cool. And I'm excited to see why I'm here. I know one thing is that it's definitely such a contrast, the complete contrast from my life in Hawaii, living in this big city that, you know, I get to travel everywhere by a train, aka the tube, or a cool double-decker bus where, you know, it you spot me um, sitting on the second floor, don't make fun of me as I'm acting as excited as a kid next to me with a super cool British accent and getting super excited about all the super European or European, <laughs> European <laughs> or British things that I see. I am. I'm like a giddy kid up on the second floor of the double-decker bus in the front row, like my hands on the windows like, oh my! Um, anyways, <laughs> not embarrassing at all. Uh, my favorite part, aside from the beautiful architecture and the art and the palaces and the parks, are definitely the proper accents, or even the Cockney fellows that I've talked to. Those lads are seriously fearless and funny, and I can't totally understand them, but I can tell that whatever they're saying is hilarious because their mannerisms are hysterical, so I laugh. So anyways, I'm getting off track. So I am settling in my one space, and in the space, I can't wait to get inspired for more poems for my book, and I do plan, I actually want to coop myself up as I write my last poems so I can deliver this book to you. Then once I do have the book out there, then I'm ready to actually go out and explore and meet people, especially the soul tribe. Maybe even meditate and do yoga with the tribe or just hang out and grab tea with the tribe. I don't know. I just want to hang out with the tribe. That's it. So uh, more motivation to 
coop myself up and get the book done as soon as possible. I know that we'll attract some beautiful experiences together as I have a good feeling most of the listeners on this podcast are pretty high vibe, conscious, curious, and awake peeps. So like I said, I'll be here about five to seven months and I've been finding myself actually at different coffee places with uh, drinking yummy coconut or even hazelnut milk lattes while I read many books on expanding consciousness and working with the law of attraction and getting into alignment, which is actually the topic that I wanted to get into today. And yes, like I said, I have been writing my poetry book, but only when the poem strikes and I do whatever makes me feel aligned before I take any action on anything. I want to get into a high vibrational state so that I'm in alignment and which is what I also did before I recorded this podcast so that when I record this podcast, it comes from a high vibing place to deliver to you so you guys can feel my love and energy because have you ever listened to a podcast and just feels forced and not right? And I, I actually can't even listen to the whole thing. So I think it's only fair for me to deliver to you when I am in alignment. And I actually only take action on anything when I feel like I'm in alignment. Because that's when I feel the nudge or hear the voice or simply feel aligned with inspiration. And that allows words to flow easily and freely. And seriously, reading books on consciousness while taking many notes in a coffee shop or taking long, 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 long walks while listening to the podcast and exploring or eating almond yogurt or drinking hazelnut lattes or reading other people's poetry seems to do the trick to help me get into alignment. Um, One thing that has kind of taken me out of alignment is Instagram. So I just haven't really been on Instagram for a while, but that's my personal choice. And aside from that, um, oh, another thing to get into alignment is meditating, of course. So from all my readings, I am pretty stoked to talk about a subject that I used to be very skeptical about. And of course, many skeptics or quote unquote rational thinkers, as people like to label them, are very skeptical about this topic too. And also can't comprehend this idea of getting into alignment so you can co-create in a positive way with the law of attraction. Though the law of attraction is not my main point of focus during this topic. I do reference the law of attraction a lot, so I might as well summarize it for those of you who don't know, but I'm sure you do if you're a listener of this podcast or an extremely ambitious person in 2018 or obsessed with manifesting, then you are probably familiar with this law. And if you've only been introduced to this law from the movie The Secret, then, and it just doesn't seem to be working for you, well, there's a reason for that because The Secret did, it did introduce it in a very surface level way. It kept this law at a pretty surface level planting the seed for us and I assume in hopes for us to expand and water this information then really dive deeper into the topic so that we know how to use it in this game of life. So the law of attraction is a universal law like the law of gravity it but the law of attraction is this magnetic power of the universe that draws similar energies together and I have been fascinated so fascinated by the law of attraction For over a decade now, I have this on-again, off-again relationship I had had, though we're never really off our relationship with the law of attraction as it is working at all times, whether she's in our awareness or not, kind of like, no, exactly like the law of gravity. But I'll get to that 
But just to open this up for keeping the skeptics interested in listening to this, I intend to dive into the science of what I have been reading and listening to from books written by PhD doctors like Joe Dispenza and Michael Newton and other conscious thought leaders and visionaries like Esther Hicks and Florence Scovel Shin and even one of my favorite podcasters, Jess Lively. Actually, no, she probably is my favorite, absolute favorite podcaster. But what piqued my interest in diving deep and applying the law of attraction years ago, nearly a decade after I found out about it from the movie The Secret, was simply my interest in getting more in tune with my soul, my, my my own soul self, learning more about spirituality and how this universe works and simply because I wanted to feel freaking good, like truly, purely good, not whatever good quote unquote represents when you ask someone using basic social script, like, how are you? Good. No, I really wanted to feel good. I wanted to feel aligned so I could feel better and attract more positive people and experiences into my life. And when I was told if I knew how to co-create with the law of attraction and I was told that if I was aware how it worked and consciously made my choices in life from there, then I would more easily manifest greater experiences, people, and things into my life. Isn't that what we all desire? <laughs> right? Because we want to feel good. We want to feel happy and we want to attract good people and good experiences. So obviously I was in. And no, this this extends well beyond vision boards or just asking the universe for whatever you want. And no, the law of attraction is not a genie that magically gifts something to you because you simply put it on your vision board or you wish for it and your wish is his command like the secret may have shared no that's a very that planted the seed of the idea and vision boards definitely serve their purpose and asking it definitely serves its purpose but contrary to popular belief it doesn't really take that kind of effort at a surface level Many people are chronic manifestors without even realizing it consciously. They don't do vision boards or ask, but somehow the events and actions that they took just happened to align with the vibration of whatever they wanted to manifest. And this can happen for any of us. We don't have to create vision boards or, which I do love to do, but for another reason, or we don't have to ask for what we want, which of course it helps to share your desires. And yes, I do pray and I, I did. I used to do vision boards till my face turned blue and I still didn't manifest what I wanted for many years because, well, one, my emotional state of being was not vibrationally aligned with what I wanted to manifest. And two, that was it. I, I wanted to manifest it, which was keeping me in the state of wanting, not aligning me with the having or being it. The want was making me thirsty and that thirst was attracting more wanting and the desire of having it but not actually receiving it what I had wanted I couldn't let go of or just assume it would already be on its way like a FedEx package in which is what you're supposed to do you're supposed to let whatever you want go so you're no longer wanting it or thirsty for it though I would say things like and I, w I would I would say things like I have unwavering faith and I believe it is on its way and coming soon but what I was saying was not what my feelings and emotions were truly vibrationally aligned with because my feelings and emotions deep down honestly thought it was whatever I was saying was completely bull honky I was trying to fake it till I made made it and <laughs> 
that's the tricky part of this. The And the longer I kept up the thirst, the thirstier I got and not watering myself with what I really needed. And that was to get into a state of alignment of already having that and allowing this thing called life to pull me as I felt like I was working super hard for it instead of making life work for and through me. Sorry to interrupt, but I would just like to say a quick thank you to our delicious sponsor, Four Sigmatic. So for those of you who are not familiar with Four Sigmatic and the power of mushrooms, then it's time to listen up because Allie and I are in love. We are in love with lion's mane, in love with reishi and cordyceps and chaga, which we like to either add to or completely replace our daily coffee. And just adding these magical elixirs frees coffee drinkers from all of the jitters and crashes and stomach issues. You know what I'm talking about, coffee drinkers. <laughs> Our bodies are just so over-experiencing from coffee overdose. <laughs> Let's be honest. Or we just drink the magical elixirs as a coffee replacement themselves. Just drinking the shrooms. And it's actually delicious when you mix it with stevia and coconut milk. My favorite for energy is cordyceps because, well, they get me fired up for just a nice long run or a sweet vinyasa flow. But at night, if I want to calm down, reishi, which is also known as liquid yoga, which calms and eases my mind and body kind of like a safe tranquilizer for the brain, as we'd like to call it, as it alleviates stress and activates sleep cycles. And then during the day, when you want to focus, my absolute favorite, I think this one is actually my favorite of all the shrooms, lion's mane. This one is used by Buddhist monks to enhance focus during meditation. And for the non-coffee lovers out there, well, okay, one, you're crazy. Smart, but crazy. But they do have a delicious matcha mix for you that I absolutely love. And I'm not even a big matcha fan. So if you're interested in learning more about this, I did list the benefits of each mushroom on our blog, euromagic.life. And if you're just interested in purchasing the shrooms, well, for Sigmatic is gifting the Soul Tribe 15% off. So click on the link in the show notes or go to foursigmatic.com forward slash soul tribe. That's foursigmatic, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash soul tribe and enter the discount code soul tribe. S-O-U-L-T-R-I-B-E. So one word, no spaces, soul tribe for 15% off your magical coffee and mushroom elixir order. Soul freaking delicious. Enjoy and enjoy the rest of the show. So those who effortlessly seem to manifest what they want, if you're one of those people, then that's amazing. Good for you. Somehow you're just on the wavelength or your vibrations are aligned with whatever it is that you have manifested. So that's awesome. But some of us may feel very out of alignment with what it is that we desire. And it may be because we don't really believe that we have the power within us to align with that desire, even though we do. 
every single one of us has that power. We're the only forces of energy that do for ourselves. You're the only person that can manifest that for you. And those people who are living their dreams were just, they were aligned to. Now you can just consciously do it through your awareness because the law of attraction is, it's never judging you or deciding whether or not you are deemed worthy or not compared to another person for whatever it is that you desire. It's just listening to your vibrations and your state of emotions or your inner feeling or worthiness and value for your desire and giving you more of that. It's like the law of gravity. The law of gravity right now, as you are sitting down or maybe running or walking, it is working for you. It does not believe you are more or less worthy to stay on the ground than Obama or Trump or whoever. The only time gravity may have a negative influence is if you're falling from the skies. (laughs) So gravity does what it does while you're safe on the ground or falling from the sky. It does what it does. It does its job. Law of attraction just does what it does as and it just listens to your own consciousness and what you're truly vibrating with you don't have to have the actual physical manifestation of it yet but you do need to align with the same satisfied feeling of having it and that's where vision boards are great and that's where asking for it it's great because you can visualize if you actually use a vision board right you can visualize yourself into that place If you can't comprehend that feeling of having it though, maybe you can align with something in your current reality of having that because like attracts like. For example, and this may be a bad example, but maybe you want to attract this really cute bike that you saw and let's say you're unaware of how the law of attraction works. Um, Well, you're conscious mind dials in your subconscious that you want this so you'll keep wanting it and it probably never comes while your conscious mind dials into your subconscious mind that you want this now let's say you totally forgot about wanting this and you let that go then suddenly you feel so good on this beautiful trail that you like to walk on and it's near your home and you just get to roam around it and you like that it takes you from point a to point b and you align with that and then you attract something to enhance that experience, which is that bike that you had wanted. Then you attracted that bike, even though you were enjoying a completely different experience, it was similar to that experience of having the bike, so you attracted the bike. So like attracts like. And you weren't using your words, you weren't asking for it, or you didn't have a vision board, which again, like I said, may help because you know how to really believe you have something using a vision board or your thoughts. And that helps you get aligned. And that's why people like vision boards. It's not the vision board itself that acts like a genie in a lamp that actually magically gives you that manifestation. It's not using your words or your thoughts. It's attracting your vibration. Now, nerd alert, bring it in the science. Let's put on our geeky glasses. (laughs) Actually, I think that glasses are sexy, but that's beside the point. Okay. Like I said, it's not using your words or thoughts that are attracting what it is you desire. It's your vibration, your emotional energy. However, your thoughts can influence your emotion as you know, again, this is just not rocket science, but just be patient with me as I break this down further. So our thoughts are fairly weak vibrations in terms of their attracting power, like we talked about, because our emotions are the energy in motion that attract our experiences. 
but our thoughts may trigger those emotions if the thoughts are strong enough to send out signals for the neuropeptides, which are the chemicals of our emotions that then go into our cells and activate our cells. Then those cells that are activated literally vibrate parts of your body from your heart rate, your blood pressure, your adrenals, all the systems in your body are activated and are vibrating by these neuropeptides, which may help in raising your vibration and uplifting your emotions. So vibrations, they are your emotions, which are energy in motion. And thoughts are simply just electric charges. A thought will create a neuropeptide when the magnetic charge from your heart is activated. So you're probably like, neuropeptides, what? Neuropeptides, it's actually pretty simple. They are the emotional chemicals that are created, like dopamine, serotonin, adrenaline, you know those. And they act as neurotransmitters, also known as chemical messengers that affect our human behavior. And they affect our memory and our mood and our sexual drive, making us feel joy or stress. So when you are stressed or you are scared and that neuropeptide of cortisol or adrenaline that is released to put you in this fight or flight mode and your heart is beating faster, faster than what your brain can connect to or keep up with, then your body is literally emanating a frequency and different energy. And you'll soon be able to comprehend that this is a bad experience that that doesn't make you feel aligned or well. And if you had an electromagnetic sensor on that person or yourself, it would sense the shifts in your magnetic fields around you. So this magnetic field, because your negative state will attract more negative experience around so your brain can comprehend it because the brain that couldn't keep up before now wants to validate why your body is feeling the way it's feeling. And so for us to comprehend this, let's talk the reticular activating system. Now, in your reticular activating system, that is, try to say that three times fast, reticular activating system, reticular, anyways, yes, in your reticular activating system, which is a set of nuclei, which is in your brain, that is responsible for what we focus our attention on, this brainstem will look out for things that match your feeling because your brain, the logical energy that it is, needs to feel validated for why it's having this experience. It needs to validate why you're feeling this way. Your brain just needs that validation and your entire mind from your conscious to your subconscious and maybe even your superconscious, which I will probably talk about later if I remember during this rant, if not, remind me. Anyways, your whole brain is processing at least 4 billion bytes of information every second at all times. Now, I, I have no idea, no idea how they measured this. I That makes me scratch my head. But this supposedly being true, your brain is processing 4 billion bytes of information of everything that's around, the greens, the blues, the dude with the weird hat to your left, or that little chicken that is crossing the road to your right, or that girl on top of the double-decker bus with her hands on the window and her cheek smashed in two because she's so amazed at everything. Your brain is processing all this, everything that's around you every second. However, your conscious awareness is only processing about 2,000 bytes of the billions of information your whole mind sees. And now this 
2,000 bytes of information doesn't, it doesn't seem to be in your control, but you can bring your awareness to make this a part of your control. And most people are sleepwalking. They're not aware of the world that is around them. They are not so consciously focusing on what is around them. But if they want to see the 2,000 bytes of beauty that is around them, then they can. However, if we're feeling low or not aligned, our brain likes to validate that by selecting things around us that keep our vibrations at that level. And so it's hard. It's really hard. So simply said, if you do your best to at first pay attention to the positive things and feel good, well, that that's tricky because we usually feel like we're forcing it, which doesn't feel good. But genuinely, in order to genuinely feel good about what we see, well, our brain will eventually keep up and make sure to pay more attention to those that match that vibration as long as we really get aligned into that place. Because your brain, again, wants to validate its reasoning for feeling good. So if you're paying attention to more negative things, then it will continue to match that. And if you are paying attention to positive things, it will continue to match that. And in your electromagnetic field, you'll attract more positive experiences and people that match that vibration. And that is why deliberately creating our reality is so important. It changes the way we see or experience even what may seem like a bad or horrible experience. Like, for example, let's just say you you step in poo, okay? You step in poo. But if you're happy and in alignment because you just had a wonderful walk with your dog and he gave you lots of kisses and so you're just pumping with joy and then you step in the poo, well, in that state, it may not trigger you very much. It might be a little inconvenient, but it doesn't trigger a super negative emotion. However, if you're in a low vibration, it will probably get to you and you may attract more negative experiences that bring you negative feelings instead of simply just thinking that it's no big deal and you just genuinely laugh it off and then the universe gives you more to laugh about. <laughs> and do you ever notice, by the way, that when something makes you genuinely laugh, you can you just you just can't stop laughing even to the point you may try to calm it down but your brain keeps noticing the humor in everything and anything and so you just keep laughing and so you're on that vibrational wavelength of humor and laughter and you're releasing neuropeptides that are bringing you more joy and your brain is finding more reasons to get into that alignment and more reasons to laugh so honestly that is why I have no problem with certain entertainment. I do enjoy, I really genuinely enjoy comedies. They help me get into alignment too because they uplift me and really get me into a state of feeling good and make me laugh, simply said, <laughs> really. But I don't really like to watch dramas that much or action. Um, I might watch on occasion, but I don't really care to. Uh, because I don't really care how it makes me feel now that I know and have this awareness of what it does to my brain and my subconscious mind. And to be honest, for me, there's no shame in staying far away from the news. Yep, I, I do not care for the news. I And people definitely <laughs> can't understand that. I'm very detached to their judgments. But I do pay attention very little compared to the common consumer, but I also do believe that I am 
in a happier place and more aligned than most people that are just avid news watchers that get their adrenaline pumping. And that's that's okay. And that's not my place. But now you may be wondering how on earth you can get into this state of alignment organically without forcing it because you know that forcing it will just bring more force. And that is the tricky part. As a lot of us like to use a lot of spiritual bypass to get into that positive state and a lot of times people are faking it and it doesn't really make us feel good and feel aligned. <laughs> but hopefully this, what I'm about to talk about, helps. So Abraham Hicks, who you may know of, just a brilliant group of collective consciousness who use the beautiful Esther Hicks as their human vessel to share with us human beings the real secret on how to live a better life and attract more positive experiences and people into our life to just you know simply make the world a better place that's all they do <laughs> they're just kind of amazing but according to abraham there are three things that we can do to get into alignment or bring our feelings from a state of stress to a neutral state to a positive state to attract more positive experiences and feel better. So our thoughts, remember our thoughts, they are just, they're fairly weak vibration in terms of their attracting power, like we talked about, because our emotions are far more powerful in attracting anything. In fact, that is what attracts in our electromagnetic field, as we want our emotions to align with the higher vibration that we seek. So, to change this, there are three ways, or to enhance this, there are three ways. One, sleep. Yep, sleep, or even just a simple nap. Two, meditate. And three, appreciate. So, on to sleep. Now, or even just napping. When you nap, I, I'll take a nap to get into alignment, which was used to be really hard for me, but then when I found out that helps me get into alignment for whatever reason, I have been more open to napping. Especially since ever notice how much better you feel after a nap? Like, have you ever experienced tragedy or felt distraught and took a nap and felt a completely different feeling? You may not feel 100% amazing, but a slightly better feeling, even just the slightest. And that was simple. All you did was take a nap because as you napped, all momentum that was influenced by the chaos of the day had subsided as your brain waves slowed down, neutralizing your feelings and emotions. So right now, as you're listening to me, you are in a beta state, just a conscious state with a certain number of waves. But let's say that you're feeling very anxious or stressed. Your brain waves, they, they raise and fall super fast. You're in a high beta state. And that's an anxious state. Your brain cycle, it's moving super, super fast. And the converse, the one that's lower than the beta, which we're in right now, is you get into alpha. And alpha is where is it's the line between the conscious and the subconscious mind. So right now we're in beta, in conscious mode. Or you might be in high beta, which I hope not, but that is also a conscious mode because you're talking, you're thinking in it, you're aware of it. And only 5% of our mind is this beta level that we're in during our waking hours. 
that if you slow the brain down to a cycle that falls below beta cycles, you get into the subconscious, which is 95% of your mind. And that state in alpha, which people often get into through meditation, is where you calm those brain waves and you calm the subconscious, which is controlling 95, like I said, 95% of the mind and all the systems in your body. The subconscious is that place that holds the deepest programming of beliefs and fears and ways of viewing the world. So it's important to slow that down in order to neutralize our feelings so we're not always in that stressed out place. And now let's say we just slow the brain down even more then we get into theta, a more hypnotic state where we are not unconscious but not completely conscious. We are still able to receive as well as send messages from all our memory channels because all our memory channels are open But in that theta state, that's when people in their hypnotic state have reported pictures that they see and dialogue that they hear from their unconscious minds. And this is under a state of hypnosis, but it's not sleep. Delta. Now, delta is sleep. That is where messages that were delivered to the brain all day long in your conscious state, that is when they're dropped into your subconscious mind. And so... Delta, all momentum subsides at delta, and that's why when you rise, you feel a little more fresh. And we'll get into the power of that, but again, you're awake. And if you're feeling like Krabby Patty or negative Nancy, and let's say you're in a high beta state and your brain waves are just, they're flying up and down super fast, uh, you're going down in a negative direction. So law of attraction is finding the neuropeptides that are vibrating in your cells to match that to match this feeling, to bring you more of this feeling because that is your brain's way of validating this feeling. So this crabby, patty, stressful situation is more understood by your mind. But if you slow your brain waves down to beta and then down to alpha and maybe even go down to delta where you're sleeping, then you calm the brain down you change your vibration, the cycles of your brain actually change and you break that vibration of resistance that you were on. So sleep is just, it's a powerful way to get you back into alignment because you wake up in a neutral state right as you rise or even if you take a nap. And let's just say that you had a bad day, you sleep and then guess what? All momentum, like I said, subsides. And then you wake up with a fresh start as you rise. But be very careful because those thoughts of yesterday or pre-nap do easily sneak in and raise your stress levels. And you might do your best to use the 2,000 bytes of information to focus on things that bring you joy or make you feel good while momentum has subsided. So right as you rise, that's why it's important to express your gratitude and to have you time So you feel better. You start your day feeling good instead of carrying the energy from yesterday or being reminded of the energy from yesterday. Even if it is as simple as enjoying the comfort of your pillow or just really mindfully sipping your coffee or enjoying that yummy bite of your banana, smelling the morning candle or 
watching the sunrise, whatever it is, just enjoy your morning more mindfully and slowly and focus on what you're grateful for before the chaos comes storming in your mind. And at that time is a good time because you're in a vulnerable state to shift those thoughts. Be like, no, 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 no. It's my morning. I'm just going to enjoy that. Shift those negative thoughts to keep you in that aligned state because the more you're in that aligned state, the more positive experiences are going to attract into your electromagnetic field. So there are many things to enjoy right as you rise and take advantage of that. And that may stop the cycle of your high beta state because you were closer to that delta state of extreme calm right as you woke up. Now, the other way is meditation, and meditation is actually a more powerful way to do this than sleeping, and it's because you are still completely awake, but I must emphasize that it is also a bit more challenging, because especially if you're resistant to meditation at that moment, uh, then maybe taking a nap is taking the path of least resistance for you. So by all means, please take a nap instead of meditate. That is fine. Always take the path of least resistance because resistance releases the neuropeptides that lower your vibration. So again, take your nap, especially if that means it seems more difficult for you to meditate because you were just in a high beta state and you there's no way you think that you can slow your brain waves down. But anyways, again, meditation though is the more powerful way because you are still awake and you are deliberately calming the mind. So you're deliberately allowing your brain waves to slow down from high beta down to beta down to alpha. You're slowing the vibration and your access to all the good feelings you want. And you are taking control as you slow the brain waves down and maybe even access your subconscious mind getting close to tapping in and getting in touch with your soul, your super conscious, which of course I want to talk about. And then Allie and I, as you might know, we have heaps of meditations on our Soul Tribe exclusive website, yourownmagic.life. You'll find it there. Again, yourownmagic.life. And we have heaps of meditations that and even more coming soon to help you get from that high beta or beta state to the alpha state and just slow your mind and tap in and get into alignment and that's what we want to focus on now is ones where we want you to help you get into that state so you can drop back into alignment and get far away from the high beta state to attract more good things in your electromagnetic field and again, sleep and meditation. So sleep and meditation are the two that slow down the stress response. But the third step is not something that I recommend doing when you are in a stressed state. If you are in that high beta state, I would do maybe once your stress response has slowed down and you're in either a beta or alpha state. Tribe, short interruption to thank our sponsor who has been with us since day one. And it seems that the Yomis just love hum nutrition. First, I wanted to just thank every single one of you who has rated and reviewed the podcast out of the kindness of your souls. 
and you also just happened to be entered in the giveaway. And we're now on, I believe, the fourth round of the Amazing Hum giveaway, gifting Hum products all around the globe, not just the United States. I believe we've also sent to Denmark and Australia, all over, because Hum is just showing their gratitude for you, as this is a long-term relationship with the Soul Tribe, and they're continuing their giveaway for another round, giving three more of our listeners Hum products. And I, I am in love with their products. Like when I was dealing with my belly issue that I brought from Bali, I took Hum's Gut Instinct and the Flatter Me tablets, which, as you know, helped get things running a little more, as I say, smoothly, if you know what I mean. <laughs> But what I really love from them are their raw beauty superfood powders, especially their mint chocolate chip infusion and ginger snap, ginger snap to add to my blended drinks. And like I said, Hum is continuing to offer three more of our listeners three months of $150 worth of Hum products for free. So generous. All you have to do is rate and review our podcast and send a screenshot to info at yourownmagic.life info at yourownmagic.life and in the meantime try hum out as they gift the soul tribe 20% off their purchases at humnutrition.com when you use the promo code magic that's humnutrition.com promo code magic and (laughs) speaking of hum that just reminds me of a meditation our master had Ali and I do in India where we would hum for about 30 minutes or more plugging our ears with our thumbs and (laughs) I just remember experiencing a numbing and buzzing sensation all over my face. It was amazing. So a little meditation hat tip to try. Try that and hum nutrition for 20% off using promo code magic. And now enjoy the rest of the show. Maybe you're calm right now, even though you're totally conscious. So maybe you're in that beta state. Like it could be a good time to do this one uh, to raise your vibration. But maybe if you're in a high beta state, sleep or meditate to get into a neutral place. But then the thing you can do to accelerate into a more positive place is to appreciate, to attract more is to appreciate, to give thanks and truly feel and embody all you have to be grateful for. Allow your conscious mind to take in the 2,000 bites of things around you that you have to be grateful for, that you are grateful for. And this is the most powerful place of alignment and vibration of attraction, bar none, to get into that state of appreciation that releases the neuropeptides that help us feel and experience all the love and joy and happiness that we desire, the oxytocin, the serotonin, the good neuropeptides when we're in appreciation. It also means our heart and our brain are in coherence, which is the best state to be in. They are beating as one. Well, okay, the brain doesn't really beat like a heart, but it has connection and when it's in sync with the heart it's incredibly powerful and that is the alignment that we are seeking i could go on and on about the sinking of the heart and the brain because the heart actually by the way has forty thousand neurites of its own that create thoughts and feelings and the brain has way more as you probably know 
of so 40,000 neurites of its own to create thoughts and feelings of experiences separate from that of the brain. And surgeons discovered this when they received feedback from heart transplant recipients who were experiencing strange and uncanny cravings after their surgery. Like this woman was craving a beer and fried chicken, though I think she was like vegetarian or vegan or just wasn't a part of her diet. And they found out she received a transplant from a young man. He was like 18 or 19. Um, I've also talked about this, I think, in previous episodes and gave more examples. But again, when the heart and brain's feelings are in sync, we know that we're more aligned and we can feel it. We feel good and we attract more. It's really, it's really the heart doing the deep work. And we attract, we activate this alignment more deliberately when we have more control over it. And that is definitely more challenging than we can shift our thoughts, but it's more challenging to shift our emotions. Like, hey, get happy right now. Anyways, it's just interesting to me because we associate all of our focus on the power of our mind in this world. And society is, it's ruled by logic more than feeling. And in fact, think about it, it's found ways to numb our feelings. So we mindlessly suppress our feelings, yet we feel worse. Though our heart calculates its own information, knowledge, and ultimately creates our experience, it creates the life around us, and it does deeper work. And the scary part is when we think we're the ones that have to control our lives based on external circumstances, or we allow people to control, supposedly control our lives, so they're really not, we've attracted that experience, but if we get stuck in our head, in our brain too much, and then that's just so much effort. We had to put in so much effort for all the things, anything, our work, our relationships, because we haven't trained ourselves to shift our emotions or get into alignment. Our brain knows how to change our thoughts. Like I, I can tell you to think of a pink elephant and your brain right now, think of it. Think of a pink elephant. What are you thinking about? Probably a pink elephant unless you are rebellious and you chose to think about a purple unicorn, but that's you, you know, you do you, (laughs) you know how to control your thoughts, you do, but what we're not trained in is learning to control our feelings, that is part of ourselves, that our consciousness has not been trained to access, because we have always thought we can't help our emotions. If I tell you to shift your feeling to be super joyful right now, you may take the actions and performs maybe you'll perform some method acting and jump up and down to s- express what joy looks like but unless you have access or train that part of your mind to do so then that may be totally false and forced to do so instantaneously so how do we get from point a however we're feeling right now and let's say it's far from joyous more like stressed or just not so happy let's say you want to turn stress into joy honestly that's an answer like that I am trying to seek right now because I know I I know it can be accessed somewhere from our mind knowing that we only use five percent or less so I think having this information will help and I want people to authentically be able to shift into that but consciousness thought leaders and advisors like Dr. Michael Newton and Joe Dispenza and Florence Shovel Shin, just lively. And of course, Abraham Hicks, they have shared either the science or practical tools we can use in order to raise our vibration, or in other words, to lift our spirits, get into alignment, 
or in layman terms, just to feel freaking good, like really good. They have given us the tools, but now it's up to us to truly access that. It's important to embrace a state of appreciation as the heart and the brain are aligned. But I understand that when you're stressed or depressed, it's very difficult to appreciate. You do not want to be told to calm down when you're stressed. And you may even roll your eyes because you're so out of that frequency. You're not at all near the alpha. You just want to yell at them and take you know, negative action against them because our brain wants us to behave in a way to validate why it feels the way that it feels. So it does. And it gets annoyed at being told to calm down. I mean, that's annoying, right? When you're in that state, it just feels annoying to be told how to feel, especially if it's not a feeling that you are in touch with at the time. Instead, it's better to speed up to appreciation from a neutralized place within after you had slept or meditated. So again, those three things I would focus on doing in order to get into alignment, sleep, meditate, appreciate. And maybe if you're feeling good, some comedies. <laughs> now, that was all about understanding the science behind getting into alignment and the tools to actually help you get there. And when you're aligned, we are more able to access parts of our brain. This is what I'm so interested in. We are more able to access parts of our brain and tap into that power of not only the subconscious mind, but the super conscious. And that I think is when we're in an unconditional state of alignment, where we're always in alignment without conditions. Like how cool is that? Something that I just want to talk about quickly before, you know, I wrap this up. But I do find this so fascinating because Maybe if we can learn to get into unconditional alignment and control our feelings and get into a vibrational state of attracting at all times, we can also be more in tune with our consciousness and tap not only into our subconscious, but our superconscious on our own time at will. As you know, our conscious, which is our the state we're in now, and it's our state where we're in critical or we're in our analytical mind. Um, it drops information into our subconscious mind as we sleep in our delta state and our subconscious, which is accessed in our alpha or theta state, is the place that stores the, our memories and captures the billions of bytes of information that are around us while we're awake. And our super conscious mind, the place that I intend to tap into unconditionally or someday as I stay in a high vibrational state of alignment, which is probably the state of enlightenment, represents because it represents our highest center of wisdom. It is our most intelligent source of energy that lives within all of us. And if you believe in past lives, well, supposedly the superconscious holds those memories of all the beings that you have lived to be, according to the book that I'm reading right now called Journey to Souls by Dr. Michael Newton. He had learned to access ways to tap into people's superconscious mind uh, when they are in their hypnotic state. And the stories that are told from these individuals in their hypnotic state are just out of this world. But that's beside the point. That book is what I'm reading right now and I highly recommend it. But anyways, but really this episode was not to encourage you to access your super conscious mind and to get you into enlightenment tomorrow. No, that is just a dream of mine that seems too, too good to be true. But I do believe we are limitless and all have the power to access it at any given moment when we're aligned with it. But no, this was the breakdown, the science to help you understand how to attract 
as an individual being all the experiences in your life and hopefully hopefully give you hope in knowing that you can and will have control over your emotional well-being because I just want you to feel freaking good. So I hope that this message finds you well. And if you listen to this, thank you, thank you, thank you. I must express my deep appreciation and love for you. And may I, may you, may we, maybe we attract more beautiful experiences and people. Much love. Signing off now because I really don't know how to say goodbye when I'm alone. But bye-bye. I love you. We are so grateful you tuned into this podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and rate us on iTunes. Yes, and those of you who leave a rating and review, we want to share our gratitude by sending you a special gift. Just email info at yourownmagic.life and we will send you an exclusive meditation guided by the both of us. And make sure to say hi to us on Instagram. I'm at Ali Michelle L. Don't forget the random L at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Raquel Mon. Mantra. Thank you and have a magical day.